Welcome back. Amy and I want to welcome to the studio two very distinguished guests. Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. Dr. Raymond, thank you so much for being here with us. John. And we want to welcome in former Governor Marty Schreiber, who is a big advocate, longtime Alzheimer's caregiver, and he is with us in the studio. Governor, so good to see you. Thank you for being here. Well, great to be here. Thank you. So I want to just tell a little anecdote at the very beginning of this, because I knew you from my life as a journalist. I really got to know you because I had a friend who was in the same place that Elaine was staying, your longtime wife. And I would come in and see my friend every when, every week I went and had lunch with him. And I saw in the corner you with Elaine. And I never wanted to bother you. And I saw you and the way you t- were talking to her and nurturing her. And you were there every single time that I went. And I guess my question related to that is, how difficult is it? How much of a privilege is it when you're in the position where somebody you love has Alzheimer's and you're the caregiver every single day? Whether or not one would ever consider it to be a privilege, I don't know, uh, because it's one of, without question, one of the very toughest jobs in the world. If you enter into caregiving, understanding that the goal is to try and help your loved one live their best life possible, then it's easier. But unless you get to that point, it's a terrible, terrible challenge. You know, Alzheimer's, you can't beat it. You can't argue with it. You, you can't defeat it. Uh, right now in the uh, uh, research, there's nothing really that can offer a lot of hope. So when I was able to be with Elaine and understand we could look for these moments of joy and have them, and it was, I can remember having lunch one day, and she looked at me, and she started to cry. I says, Elaine, why are you crying? Well, she says, I'm beginning to love you more than my husband. Well, uh, once I learned that hearts can touch, uh, they don't have to know your name, but hearts can touch by a smile or holding of a hand or watching leaves roll across a lawn. Uh, so uh, it, it is a privilege. You get to that point, uh, but you have to understand the disease, I think, in order to get to the point where you say, yes, it is a privilege. Governor Schreiber, I, I have dealt with dementia in my own life, and I know it's not the same as uh, um, as the specific things that you were dealing with, but I almost felt like sometimes I was dealing with a different personality, and it's hard to sometimes remember where your person is. Did you have that experience? Well, the, the name of the book is My Two Elaines, so absolutely I had that that experience. And in in that process... Of, of the diagnosis of this disease for some 17 years now with Elaine, she would go through moments where she felt she was normal. Then she went through moments where she was, you know, un, under the dementia uh, situation. And so she had had quite a wa- wavering kind of different personality. And uh, I, I might say that there were more than than two Elaines. The first Elaine, of course, who I met in high school and had was a great life partner, and the second Elaine was the one with Alzheimer's. But there was also a third, fourth, fifth, and sixth Elaine as she would no longer be able to talk, as she long, no longer would be able to feed herself, as she no longer would, would be able to uh, take care of herself in any kind of possible way. And so that, that dementia, it, it, it's so challenging because there's the physical aspects of caring for your loved one, but then there's the the, the grieving, the depression, the anxiety, the worry, all of those things that come when you see your loved one pass away a little bit every day, no longer being the person who once was. And we've not, once we understand that, we can now turn and help out the person who now is. And that's the person who, of course, is dealing with this dementia personally. 
Marty Schreiber's book is My Two Elaine's Learning, Coping, and Surviving as an Alzheimer's Caregiver. So you had a very distinguished career. You were the youngest state senator in state history. I think you were 23 years old. You became governor. And then your second career, maybe it's your third career, you can describe better than me, was taking care of Elaine. Can you talk about the change from being a a high-achieving, successful guy that everybody knew, and I saw you every day at at Lutheran Manor taking care of Elaine? Well, um, it's not certainly to be a caregiver is not a chosen profession. And, uh, you know, there's an old saying, you, you, you can't control the direction of the wind, nor can you control its speed, but you can always adjust your sails. And so when Elaine was first diagnosed, um, I had no idea that it would be a, a profession, for want of a better term, but I had no idea what was going to be ahead of me. And I think that's what propels me into wanting to write the book and to talk about this, because if Alzheimer's is bad, ignorance of the disease is worse, and I was ignorant about this disease. I didn't understand how important it was for me to join Elaine in her world. I tried to keep her in my world. And as long as I said, Elaine, it didn't happen on a Thursday, but on a Friday, not the Smiths, not the Jones. Why did you put the car keys in, in, in the dishwasher? Wait a minute. She doesn't know that she did that. She also is facing the challenge of realizing she's losing her memory. And so I have to understand the importance of joining her world so I can let go of this person who once was. Governor Shriver, what about your world? I'm sure your world was so irrevocably changed. Did you find at that point in time that you had the support services? I'm going to imagine that you didn't. Well, I was ignorant about what was available, and I was ignorant about the the, the challenge physically and emotionally. Uh, I was ignorant about uh, how best to care for Elaine. And uh, so one of the things that I want to work hard in doing is to try and help caregivers learn, cope, and survive. And uh, the more ignorant we are about this disease, the more difficult it is for, for everyone connected to it the person who is ill, the caregiver, as well as family and friends. The book is My Two Elaine's, written by Marty Schreiber. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Dr. John Raymond weighs in on what you need to think about if you think someone in your life is impacted by this, what tools are available. And at the very beginning of the segment, Dr. Raymond, I want to get into what is Alzheimer's and help us understand a little bit better. Gentlemen, thank you. Please stick around. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for being with us on a very special edition of the Milwaukee Health Briefing. I want to rejoin our conversation with former Governor Marty Schreiber. He's written a book, My Two Elaine's. It's Learning, Coping, and Surviving as an Alzheimer's Caregiver. It's about his wife, Elaine, and Dr. John Raymond, who's the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. Dr. Raymond, to start the segment, I thought maybe you could level set for us. Give us a little bit about Alzheimer's. What is Alzheimer's? How does it manifest itself? Yeah, thanks, John. Alzheimer's is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that causes dementia, but a host of other issues, behavioral changes, memory loss, cognitive deficits, and eventually severe functional problems for the individual that's affected. And there are many causes of dementia, vascular, Lewy body dementia, Parkinson's disease, but Alzheimer's is the most common form of dementia in the U.S. It's the seventh leading cause of death in the U.S., and the fifth leading cause of death 
for people over the age of 65. And as Governor Schreiber said earlier in the segment, most forms of dementia currently have no cure, they're often fatal, and really only have limited options for management. Put a lot of stress on the family and caregivers. Alzheimer's was discovered in 1901 by Dr. Alois Alzheimer, who observed a patient named Auguste Dieter in the Franklin uh, Frankfurt Asylum for the Insane and the Epileptic. So if you think about it, in the U.S., um, we have 6.7 million people with Alzheimer's, 55 million worldwide. And the number of people with Alzheimer's disease in the U.S. is expected to grow to 13 million by 2050. And we've talked about this in a previous section. And one of nine people over the age of 65 is going to develop Alzheimer's disease. In Wisconsin, we have 130,000 people that are suffering with Alzheimer's disease. Dr. Raymond, I notice on uh, Governor Schreiber's book on the back cover, it says that two-thirds of those with Alzheimer's are women. And so this is going to be a landslide of numbers of people suffering from this, but this puts the the burden of caregiving on men if the person has a partner, right? It's it a man, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, there is a predisposition for women in part because women live longer than men, but there's something else biological that's going on. Um, interestingly enough, most of the caregivers are children of the afflicted individual. The second most would be the spouse, the living spouse, uh, like Governor Schreiber was, and then other friends and family members. You know, the caregiving is just a multifaceted obligation. And, and if you read Governor Schreiber's book, you'll you'll learn these things. Managing medications, coordinating medical appointments, transportation. Some people have to modify their home. 53% of caretakers adjust their work hours or have to quit or take a sabbatical from their job. Their financial stresses, out-of-pocket average expenses for a caregiver can exceed $10,000. Financial stress, some people have to retire early, sell their possessions. Um, reduced social interactions, so there's loneliness associated with the caregiver, there's a mental health toll. Witnessing the decline of a loved one can cause grief, sleep disturbances, and stress, fatigue. So you can imagine that this has an incredible impact on the caregiver. He's Dr. John Raymond. We're with Governor Marty Schreiber. As you listen to Dr. Raymond talk, Governor, what was the toughest part about being a caregiver for all those years? Well, I tell you, I'm uh, just quite taken back uh, as as Dr. Raymond reviews those things. And in my memory, I have loved each and every single one of those points, basically, that he mentioned. And Dr. Raymond, I want to say thank you for what you're doing to bring awareness of this disease. And it's a real honor for me to be with you here. So thank you for that. Um, I think the, 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 there's a lot of guilt what what happens is because the, the disease is regressive, you think you just about have everything under control, and and you wake up the next morning and it's a new day. Uh, something has has happened to your wife's mind, and she's a different person. Now you almost have to start all over again, and you're 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 working on that. And now, okay, what am I doing? Well, now maybe I should give more. So I give more time, and so you lose sleep. And then you start to worry. And not only do you start to worry, but you become anxious. And now you're beginning to, to feel what's happening. And maybe you're going through an unacknowledged grieving. You're, you're becoming depressed. And also in that process, 
because of lack of sleep, maybe you don't get a proper diet, you probably don't get your exercise anymore, you probably don't socialize as much anymore, and so now all of a sudden you're, you're becoming encapsulated by this disease. And this is not a chicken casserole disease. Hypothetically speaking, uh, I have heart uh, uh, replacement or something, I'm home, people bring me chicken casserole. I fall and break a leg, they'll bring me chicken. Alzheimer's, people don't know how to handle it. And because they don't know how to handle it, they stay away. And so not only is the, is the caregiver feeling depressed in all of those points I mentioned, also feeling abandoned, forsaken by friends of 20 and 30 years, not because they're mean, but simply just because they, they, they don't know how to handle it, so they, so they stay away. So it's a, it's, 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 it's a matter of, again, if Alzheimer's is bad, ignorance of the disease is worse to understand the disease, to join the world of the person who now is, to set your course on determining that you're going to help people live their best life possible. That's the difference. And I might add, of all of these feelings, I became irrationally irritable. Much more difficult to handle my own issues, much more difficult for Elaine to get proper care and assistance from me, but what will be the person behind the rental car counter that I become upset with for no reason or another? What will be the granddaughter who wants to buy a piece of jewelry that she really don't need? And, and you, be, you, you change your own character and personality, and then also you get to the point and say, well, wait a minute. How am I going to get through the rest of the evening? Well, probably bee feeders. Bee feeders gin is a pretty good thing to get through the rest of the evening with. And well, maybe I don't have to wait until six. Maybe I can start at five because you, you, you look for an out and there is no out other than, again, understanding this disease better and then also making the determination. My realizable goal in reality is to help my loved one live their best life possible. That's realizable. And that is something to work for. And then maybe the saving, the saving grace of it all. Governor Schreiber, you, it's like you're saying the things that I always needed to hear as someone who's experienced this. It's so moving to me to hear you explain what it's like to, to understand someone as different than you had known them your whole life. Um, and then, so I wanted to ask you, did you have anybody telling you this at the time? Because it's like it's like a new reality totally hits you, and you don't know how to accept the fact that the person is so different. That's why I wrote the book, and also that's why I try to talk to as many nursing students and, and, and social worker students, medical profession, as much as I can, so people can better understand what this disease is, is all about. Because Elaine was diagnosed, and four things the doctor said. One, Numenda and Aricep are two drugs. Uh, they're supposed to delay the symptoms. Maybe they do. Socialization, that's very important. Uh, also, going for a walk, the best exercise for the brain. And then the next is a glass of red wine every evening. Elaine got four weeks ahead with a glass of red wine, but four, two weeks behind in, in the walking. But the point of the matter is that's all they told me. Yeah. And I blame myself as much as anything else. But now, thankfully, we were able to initiate a program uh, with the Alzheimer's Association uh, that allows the physician, once the diagnosis is made, to ask the caregiver to sign a, a, a permit form. And that uh, a permit form then can go from the doctor to the Alzheimer's Association. The Alzheimer's Association then in turn can get in touch with the caregiver and offer whatever uh, kind of information that's going to be helpful in getting them along 
along the way. They call it direct connect, and uh, it's, it's one of those things that we can't cure the disease, but we can maybe help the caregiver have a better life as well as their loved one. Hey, Dr. Raymond, we only got a couple seconds. Are we making any progress in the treatment or at least the help for people who are dealing with this? We are. There are new medications that can slow down the progression of mild disease that have just come become available in the last year or two. And there's a lot of work ongoing for early diagnosis so that we can intervene earlier. But I think the most important advances we're making are the ones that are described in Governor Schreiber's book, just raising the awareness of the toll of the disease on everyone around the person who's afflicted. You need to check out the book. It's My Two Elaine's. I've read it several times. It's Marty Schreiber. It's a love story and a lesson that we can all learn about how to grow old and care for someone we love gracefully. It's my two Elaine's learning, coping, and surviving as an Alzheimer's caregiver. Dr. Marty Schreiber, thank you for sharing your story. Dr. John Ray, I just called you doctor. That's all right. I just promoted you. <laughs> Marty Schreiber, former governor, thank you for the book. Thank you I'm for your grateful. story. Dr. John Raymond, president of the Medical College of Wisconsin, thank you so much for being with us. Gentlemen, thank you very much. It's so important. Thank you. Thank you, John.